Warning, this episode contains explicit content. Please proceed with caution. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Whiskey Sex Talk. I am your host, Romeo. And I am your co-host, Maria. He was a former Apple software engineer turned international sex and intimacy educator and relationship coach. He is in his 24th year helping couples co-create a thriving, fulfilling life partnership and a gourmet sex life. His work has garnered mention in Business Insider, Playboy, HuffPost, BBC, Tim Ferriss, Four Hour Work Week, Cosmopolitan, Ask Men, and much, much more. He is powerful, unapologetic, breaked from conventional relationship advice, is shifting the world conversation around love and commitment coupledom. Ken, welcome to the show. Great to be here, and thanks for having me on. So, Ken, before we begin, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what motivated you to help couples? thrive to build better relationships? 25 years ago, I was software engineer. I was successful in most measures and my intimate life was just shitty. Like I had no idea how to relate with the opposite sex. And I was very, like I was kind of a walking textbook of all the ways you can be bad with women as a man. Like I was, I somehow managed to be misogynistic and uh, codependent and have nice guy syndrome all at the same time. So <laughs> I needed a lot of work. I um, got, you know, I started researching, I got, I got training, I worked with people and kind of learned more, really more about myself and, and some of my beliefs that needed to be kind of dismantled. And that, that made a big change in how I was able to relate with women. And it was such a profound shift for me that I decided to sh change careers. I walked away from from uh, a job at in Silicon Valley and just started doing this full time. I've been doing it full time ever since, and uh, it's been you know it's been fantastic. I think that's actually a very very uh, noble thing that you did. That you actually had you know we're seeing that now. We're seeing so many men taking a different approach because the antiquated formula the way we understand things now is no longer, uh, it's not, it's not a valid, um, how can I say it here? It's just not, it's not working. And, uh, you took the initiative, which may many men do, uh, take that initiative. So for couples to co-create bond and have that exquisite sex, uh, you know, and thrive and, and really live happily ever after, what do we need to do? Yeah. So, you know, we've got, we have an antiquated model from the 1950s. It kind of imploded in the 1960s, but nothing new has arisen. And so I started looking at this and kind of really investigating it. And what I realized was most of the, most of the coaching, most, when I'm working with couples, usually what they're, what the struggle is, like I listen to him and he sounds sane, intelligent, you know, capable, smart, you know, I listen to her and she sounds 
the same things, sane, intelligent, adult, but they see the world in different ways. And the struggle that they're having is between who they actually are and the template that they have in mind of what relationships are supposed to be like. So I start helping them dismantle the false beliefs about what the relationship should be and show them how to start constructing a relationship based on who each of them actually is. And it's going to be a unique relationship. Like there's, you know, seven, eight billion people on, on the planet. You take any two of them, well, like humans are complex. Right. They're unique. They're really quirky. But you can take two unique, quirky human beings and put them together and have them build a relationship based on the raw materials of who they are. And all of a sudden, it's a relationship that's better than the the, the fantasy or the template. So basically, I, I, I show them what they need to unlearn in order to actually have a relationship that's based on them, if that makes sense. No, that 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 makes sense. You know, and it, it, it's funny because it's going to prompt me to my next question. But I just want to comment that it's so it's it's so interesting, right? Not interesting. It's just it's crazy that a lot of us have to unlearn a lot of things that we learned. And, and and even people who are, let's say in very fulfilling relationships, they're still growing and learning and, 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 and and making the adjustment. But why is it that no one showed us how to turn a promising relationship into a thriving lifelong partnership? Where aside from the model that you, this antiquated model, it's in place, but like, it's like this stuff is not being passed down or I don't know. It's just, it's so weird that no one's teaching us how to be better people in, in relationships. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just, I don't know that there's a, that there's a why other than we don't have role models who are doing it well. Right. We, and we have, we have the media, right. And the media tells us that men are dumb and women are angry. And then we have, And then we have now porn that gives us a completely false idea of what sex is supposed to be like. So we we don't we don't have the role models in the role, you know, so we can't be role models. And it just is like we're we're, there's a generational dysfunctional idea about how, how relationships actually work, what we're even what it is we even want. Like, what is I had I was wrong about what I wanted I, I thought I wanted a hot, young, cute chick that would fuck me and, 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 and adore me and do the dishes. That's what I thought I wanted until, until I had plenty of that and I discovered, oh, that's not actually what I'm, what I'm hungering for. I actually want connection. I want intimacy. But I, you know, like we are wrong about ourselves and what, what actually draws us to be in relationship with another human being. And that's the stuff that I actually uh, work with people around. Like, is it, is it true? Like if you actually got what it is you say you want, would you be happy? And we get that so wrong in our lives. Like what we think we want and what makes us happy when we get it are two very different things. And people have to discover that they have to discover that empirically, you know? And I think another thing that is actually very true is that people don't always realize how much input and work a relationship, or a good relationship really takes, how much growing you have to do together, how much communicating needs to be done. People kind of go into it and think, oh, I find my perfect partner. We align like puzzle pieces. Everything is just going to be smooth sailing from here. But then you start 
really living with the person, getting to know them. And then, you know, we're all not perfect by far. And all these details come out and you're like, oh, well, what's going on here? You get to know the person really well. And some of these things, you're all of a sudden like, huh, where were all these traits before? Right, right, right. It takes a while to know. It really takes a while to get to know a person, even if you've known them for a couple of years, it's a never ending journey. And then you start hitting those stumbling blocks and people kind of, I think, get sometimes disinfatuated and they don't really know what to do with it. There was a video on, on TikTok. It was a great video. Um, she, the video talks about before you really decide, is this person the one or whatnot? The, the tip that uh, this doctor was saying is that you got to date someone for like all seasons, like, like literally see them completely. And I get what she's saying. She's not saying to take it literally, but really, really genuinely have that investment. Right. Well, I I have this theory and the theory is like the world has, is full of amazing experience. Like the, 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 like, you know, you can spend, you can travel the world. You can like, if you like skiing, you can ski the best slopes in the world. If you like food, you can eat the best fucking food. And you can have like a, a very, very fulfilling life. Just having amazing, amazing, amazing. It's like you could, there's that far, far, far more that is amazing to experience in the world than you can ever, ever get in. Like that, that could be your life. And then there's this thing called human connection that none of those experiences can can replace human connection and so you know when it comes down to it like at the at the at the very bottom at the very end you want another human being to experience those things with you want there's you need another human there like i i call connection the thing that you can only experience with another human being everything else you can do alone like there's people who who have a wedding alone now. Like you want the experience of a wedding. You That's can, a thing. You don't need a. You don't. Yeah. Need a, wow. You don't need a groom or a bride. You can just marry yourself and have an amazing Mar- wedding if the wedding is what you want. And so, you know what? What actually draws us together and keeps us together is you, another human being to to co-experience the world with. You, you know, you're you're the the person that you wanna that you wanna hang with. When you're watching that amazing sunset on the beach, who do you want? Who do you want with you? Like, right. And so, um, so that, that is, that ends up being the most important thing in a long-term relationship. You know, like if you just want to have, there's this great quote by Joni Mitchell, which is if you want the same experience again and again and again and again and again, keep dating other people. If you want, infinite variety date one person and stay with them because what happens is you go through your spiel you go through all your tricks and you know you go through all your surface stuff and and it's 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 done then you have to actually construct a relationship with this other human being from like i i have to find out who you are i have to find out what you like i have to uh like we have to move past all the superficial stuff that once we've done this, I have to move on so that I can experience it again with another another person. And you actually start to discover the infinite complexity. Like, I'm going to spend the rest of my life getting to know my wife. Like, I'm going to know more about her five years from now than I know than I know now. And I'll tell you, I can say this with complete confidence. Our sex life 
is going to be better five years from now than it is now. Our sex life this month is better than it was last year. Yeah. Our sex life. Yeah. You know, so there's, there's, that's, that's what makes relation. That's, that's why you would want to be in a long-term relationship instead right. of just dating people for the, your whole life. And and here's the thing too, is that you have to really understand what connection means because yeah. we're so rushed. Well, some people, but let's say you're dating to really find someone like we're so rushed and it's, you said something interesting. You have your whole life to get to know your spouse. You have all this, it's only going to get better. And you know, you see couples like that, you know, like those old, you don't see them as much as before. There's actually, are you guys familiar with, um, I think I've shared with Maria, it's called Q, uh, cute meet New York, the Instagram account. This guy mm-hmm. goes around asking couples, Oh yes. Asking, yeah, you sent me a little. Yeah, uh, he goes, "How did you guys meet?" He finds real, genuine people that look like they've been in a relationship, and you hear the most beautiful stories. One couple said this: uh, she was, I believe, she was Russian. He was black, and she. Had, he tells the story. They met. He was a producer. They met at a party. Long story short, um, uh, like she says, every day is an exciting day to be with him. We have four kids. We have this, like. I get to spend the rest of my life with the one person that I want to spend the rest of my life and really get to know him tremendously, endlessly. That is the key because let's just say, right, like sometimes you run into, like let's say the synergies out, the emotional intimacy and that unapologetic, passionate sex just goes missing. You know, when the sex dies, it's usually because of something earlier that should have been said that wasn't said Mm. like we're sexual beings our bodies like and enjoy sex and and physical pleasure it is deeply nourishing there are people like people say you know my wife or my husband he just like doesn't want to have sex anymore and and is and thinks maybe like she'll my wife is telling me maybe she's asexual and i say okay look here's the litmus test if you're if you're true if a person is truly asexual they know that about themselves they probably are looking for another asexual person to have a a, a romantic but asexual relationship with uh they they probably would be happy if you went and had sex with someone else because it takes the pressure off of them though that's what asexual looks like mm. if your partner uh you you started out with a great sex life then it died and they don't want to have sex with you and they sure for sure don't want you going out and having sex with someone else. That's something else. And, and we need to find out where the sex died. And it, it almost never is uh, like people talk about variety. No, that's not actually what makes a great sex life. You know, what makes a great sex life is getting to know what your, what your body likes, what your partner's body likes and learning, like learning how to pleasure each other. Uh, it, it isn't so much about variety as, as about like, you know, like we eat a meal every day and we can make it a delicious meal every day for years and years and years on end. So uh, it, what it requires, what we have, what we almost always have to do is we have to get back to what was the thing that you didn't say to them maybe has nothing to do with sex. Like we got in an argument and instead of duking it out and getting to actual resolution, I just gave up and a part of me shut down. Right. So 
when you don't say something to them, you start to close down to them. And so usually once we get once we get the rest of the relationship like back on track, like the sex bigot opens up. It's like, oh, I, I'm having those feelings again. You know, like she's so I'll just I'm taking random examples, but like she's so stressed out because she's working. He's working, but she's also taking care of the kids and she's also cooking the meals, you know. So how is she even going to have the, the space in her life to feel her her sexuality? She's ba- barely surviving. So you deal sometimes with the, the energy, the right? Yeah. You might so have you the sex, you might have the space and the desire, but sometimes you're so tired. I mean, I know from having three children and just running their lives and all of this, you know, trying to take care of yourself and looking somewhat presentable and taking care of life. The desire might be there, but sometimes, you know, it's just you're so tired by the end of the day. And same with men. They're working very hard jobs to support their whole family it just sometimes feels like let's just go to sleep and get rest (laughs) but here's it turns into a habit yeah you know here's the thing though like i believe this and this is just me you can apply it whatever i i'm firm believer this like you know sexual fitness it's it's just another way i say this you gotta exercise and what do i mean by that you gotta have that you gotta have that intact because if you're sexually satisfied like you're, you're sexually happy. You're going to be happy. How do, how do you, how do you, how do you go about that? You got to make sure your freaking life is balanced. You got to have light. You got to have time for your spouse. You got to have time because, and also here's another thing too, because, uh, can you mention this? Um, you know, when the sex goes bad and there's, there's a disconnect, I feel that you also have to be sexual, like honesty. There has to be sexual honesty between it because you have to, you, the yes. one person, your ride or die is right there. The one person yeah. that you love spending time with that makes you laugh, et cetera. You gotta just be honest. And yes, there is this thing that we're kind of been, we've been conditioned to never talk about our sex, like with our partners openly. Like we can say, yeah, I'm into that. Yeah, yeah, I like, but really you, 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 you gotta be like, it has to be like a really like, a real, real conversation. I'm like, this is what I like. These are my dark secrets. This is my, because then when you have, you open that, that that's open and your partner's like, okay, you know, we can do this. You know, you, you figure it out together. Everything is going to fall into place. But at the same time, you got to have something, you got to have balance because I mean, I've watched people. I'm a people watcher as an actor. I'm a people watcher and I have friends that are married and, they have like the five kids and and I look at the relationship. It's there, it's there, but I'm just like, I can see that it's they're not really they're going in, through the motions. Yeah, they're not into each into yeah. each other. And I'm not saying that it's wrong, but like they don't devote time to each other. And I've commented this because she's commented, my friend, you know, like uh the workload, you know, she's a mom, she works, she's you know, she's she's a doula and like uh and uh, my husband works too. Uh, he's a, uh, what do you call them? Um, landscape architect, not a gardener, but a landscape architect. And, uh, oh, yeah. and uh, you know, she's mentioned, oh, you know, I just, if I could have one person come help me around the house, like one day out of the week, she says that it lights up and she, and, and I, and I, t- I've told him like, dude, she's telling you, you should hook it. He's like, nah, she's fine. I'm like, Whoa, I was like, she's no, telling no, you no, the no, one no. thing she needs and yeah, he's yeah, brushing yeah. it off. And she, 
and I can see, I feel that frustration and I feel it. And I'm just like, this is not the balance, you know, the balance that needs to coexist. He thinks it's just like, she's just being like, eh, whatever. Like, you know, you know, like, uh, and it's just, this is what I'm talking about. Like, you know, yeah. it's not balanced and there's not, the communication's not there. They're not, con they're connected, but not connected. And sexually it's, it's not, they're not thriving because they're not into each other. Yeah. yeah, all of that is all of that is stemming from from him, her saying what it is that she wants and needs and him not listening and and prioritizing it. I don't know, like some people exist in this realm, like they exist like this and they're perfect. I don't know how they can be perfectly happy. I guess that's where the fights come they're in, content. right? <laughs> At best, they're content. But like, here's the thing, like, this is the person that you've chosen to spend life with. You better be you better a be honest about it. You like, if you're going to spend the rest of your life and have it be good, have it get better over time, you better not, it better not be built on stuff that you're lying about stuff that you can't talk about. Like you don't want those, those, uh, uh, time bombs, those like landmines where, you know, areas that you just don't talk about. No, you're going to be a full, a full on human being with this person. And they're going to be a full on human being with you. And what people don't realize is that relationship where you're real with each other is going to be better than, than the fantasy, right. you know, like uh, uh, so much of it starts with this idea, just to trace back to what Maria was saying a while ago, which is, you know, you start, okay, I'm alone. I'm lonely. I know I want to be with someone. I start to create a vision of the person that I want. I get very detailed about, Oh, they have to do this and this and this. They can't, they better not, you know, like you create this very clear vision of exactly the person that you that you want. Then everyone you meet, you compare to your vision. And nobody, nobody is gonna be an exact match to that. So the rest of your life, you're comparing them. Well, they're good enough in this way. Here's something that I wish I could change about them. And you know, like it's like that's the best that the relationship is going to be. And even if even if they match everything, which is unlikely, because what we discover is that a lot of times we discover we have conflicting ideas. We didn't realize, but we want actually two opposites, mm -hmm. you know, right, they right. have this quality. And we yeah. actually, but even if they matched everything, the best you can have is the relationship that you pre-imagined yourself. The, the the best relationships like being being with another human being is profound it's right. deeply like right, of course you get fucking cracked open you get like you there was like it's the unexpected that's the best of the relationship so it's like what you discover about that person that you didn't know it's how they surprise you like if you're with someone who who is exactly what you wanted you're never surprised and it's like you you created the birthday party you designed the birthday party you did you you chose the cake you set up the tables you chose the people and it's exactly the way you wanted it compared to your best friends who know you well like create something that blows your mind and is far beyond what you could have done for yourself that's what relationships can be if you if you stop like i don't think you can create the vision without the partner you have you find the partner right. then you co-create the vision and it blows both of your minds that's what's possible and so this idea of being yourself and getting to know your partner and and like let's craft what what our lives look like that can be better than I here's all the ways you fit my my definition and here's all the ways you fail my definition and 
I'm going to be 75% happy and that's good enough. And, and I'm putting on a, a mask because it's what you said you wanted instead of you actually getting to know me and, and getting into relationship with the real me. That's where, where that leads. I was just going to say that sometimes I think in the process you realize that the definition of what you actually wanted compared to reality changes because mm. you realize that, you know, what you have is actually maybe even better, better for you than, yeah. you know, what you envisioned it should be. You know, some people want somebody who's passionate or ongoing, outgoing or this or that, and they don't find that characteristic. And I've found people say, you know what, that's actually worked really well for me. You know, this person grounds me or this person, you challenges know, the opposite, me, bring, you know. balances me or brings something out or in me that I you. didn't, yeah, challenges me. Something that I didn't think I needed, but this character trait that I thought, you know, uh, this is not really what I want. It's there and it's actually doing me a lot of good. So you have to really come in to with an open mind. You do. You can't do your whole party and do it yourself. Like this is what sets, this is why so many people on this planet are like disappointed all the time. Oh, it's, because we have all these expectations. We cannot go into, you can have things that you want and admire and you, you know, goals, but expectations are the thing that like, we're, we're shooting ourselves in the foot because- They ruin what, relationships right. a lot of the time. Yeah. Well, this is what Ken was saying that you might, oh, you don't fit this. You don't fit that. It's like, whoa, you know, this is not, relationships don't function like that. You got to embrace each other's differences, which is what you focus a lot, Ken, right? And yeah. Or become each other's greatest co-conspirator. Not, it's, there's no like, it's not me against you. It's like you really, you know, beyachad. They say this in Hebrew, but uh, uh, and that's how you build deep connections. But I'm not the expert here. <laughs> you know, that's just me taking, uh, knowing, like discovering this. You know, and at 39, and I'm still discovering a lot. But I'm not saying I'm 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 perfect. But it's a uh, it's a work in progress, and I could only imagine how how hard it is for people in relationships and in and discovering all this because imagine if you're married and 20 years gone by and then you still have that same argument <laughs> that one argument yeah. you fight about or you yeah. know uh you're not each other's greatest uh, co-conspirators or you don't embrace each other's difference and you hear that you know you go to friends houses or people and you, or you see it on tv the wife nagging about or the husband saying this the same thing right oh he's always mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. he doesn't take out the trash i'm just saying something like that or he's so He's always on point, you know, it's why sitcoms are sitcoms because everybody's in this like imperfect world and they keep doing the same mistake over and over. But um, yeah, going through the motions. Meanwhile, like science tells us the human brain is the most complex object in the, that we know of in the universe. There's no wow. there's no thing or object in the universe that is more complicated and more complex than the human brain. And like. What, what you, you always have the option of just stopping and saying, okay, let me get to know who this person is. Let me get to know you. And like, the, the, it, 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 it's infinite what, what can come out of that, you know, like it, it's as opposed to going through the motions. You're just there. You're not really fully like engaged Present. with your life. Like things are set up, you know, like, like you wake up. You're not really looking forward to the day, but you know what needs to be done. You did the things that need to be done. Ugh. And by the end of the day, you like, it was just kind of the same as yesterday. You're still like, you're say, you're frustrated with your partner about the same things you were frustrated with them about yesterday. 
doesn't seem like anything's going to change. You know, you're, you have these obligations and that that's just like going through life kind of on the surface. And you, you, you sleep with this person. You maybe even have sex with this person. You, you know, you raise the kids with this person or if, or not, you know, like you, they, they have their well-worn patterns of how they operate, but you're not actually connected to this person. You, there's no, there's no actual connection. Like you can have sex isn't connection. You can have sex with someone and not be connected to them. You're having your experience. You're using their body to get off. They're using, you know, they're having their experience, you know, like one person's having a great old time. The other one is kind of, isn't enjoying it that yeah. much that like that is disconnection. Oh, like, God. If you're connected to someone, it is very hard for one person to be having a really good time in bed. And the other one isn't like you are so deeply like you're feeling what they're feeling and they're feeling what you're feeling. And there's this kind of feedback loop of like, you know, you're in tune. Like when, when my, yeah, when my wife and I are having sex, you know, it could be, it could be amazing, wonderful, you know, fantastic. It feels delicious. You know, we're really enjoying it. And then there's a moment when something, I do something that, that causes her a little twinge of pain. I know it instantly. I, I can't, I can't enjoy, like I physically can't, I don't mean, it's not. I don't want to. I physically cannot be enjoying sex that it, that she isn't also having pleasure. So it's a very mutual experience that we're having because because we're connected. I know it's hard to define what connection is. I'm trying to define connection through these examples. Like you experience what they are experiencing. Like I would. I can't. I physically can't throw my wife under the bus in any circumstance and be happy. It isn't her against me. Like like our happiness feeds off each other. Like right. I'm highly, highly, highly motivated for my wife to fucking be happy because my happiness is, is tied to her happiness. It's not like I'm feeding off of her, but, but like we're, we're, we're tied together in that way. And the same is reverse. So that's what I mean by connection. You have to have that mindfulness. Um, mm-hmm. I would, you know, I listen, you said something like, you know that you're in tune to you're you're having sex with her, and if something is she's not happy with it. You're you know right away. I don't know how yeah. people in this world, and I'm including myself in this, like how we exist in this world and not being in tune to that and just brushing it off because we're so self involved. Well, yeah, we're having sex, but I'm getting off. You know, or I'm I'm getting it. You know, and here's the thing though: it's like post COVID, the world has changed because what we're seeing now is this thing about mindfulness because this is the thing it's like you you know like if 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 you're not even connected on a sexual level i let me just say you're probably not even connected uh like emotionally you know it's just that's just the the most intimate form you know it's so intimate and like if you can't read each other I don't know. You probably don't even communicate well. Like it's just, it's off and people live like this. This is what I understand. How can people condition themselves to live like this? I'm not saying it's bad, but you got to change it up. You got to do something about it. Um, Yeah. And like I said earlier, like my theory, like, yeah, you have your list of the things you want in your partner. Yeah. You have your list of, you know, the life that you want to have and you have this lit, this vision and this list, but really that whole list, the purpose of that list is just the things that I think are, are requirements to be, to experience connection with any human being. Like these are my, this is my best guess as to what I would need in order to experience connection. 
then I get then I get with someone and I'm judging them based on the list rather than actually having connection with them. And, you know, like it's backwards, you know. And so um, I, I'll tell you a funny story. So the way my wife and I met, she had heard about me. And uh, so and she was starting a podcast and or starting to do Facebook lives. So she said, hey, let's you know, let's do a Facebook live. So we're talking and we're talking about sex and we're talking about how like the sex that that most like hetero couples like what you see, what you see in the movies and what you see in porn and what, you know, like the way we were taught to have sex, at least heterosex is you is not very good for women. Like it's good mm, for the man and it's right. not very good for women. And there isn't a lot of attention on on women's pleasure. Right. And in fact, the movie rating system in the United States, the MPAA, the ones that assign G, P, D, R, X. They will assign a movie R if it's got that like that aggressive kind of sex and they will give it an X or an NC-17 if it really shows a woman getting pleasure. If if they do what? a really good job of showing a woman getting pleasure, that's what will get an NC-17. So we are trained away from from women having pleasure and pleasure, sex. So right. Anna and I are talking about this on on the on the on the call and i'm talking about how the sex is so much better for the man if he actually learns how to pleasure the woman like if he put a way 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 more attention on her the sex it, it isn't him versus her the sex gets so much better for him that all of a sudden like if i can get a guy to really really please his woman all of a sudden he's he's highly motivated to pleasure her because the sex gets that much better and so we're talking about this and we get to a point like you know where there's this question of like, but how, how far do you take this? Like, how far do you take prioritizing her pleasure? And I say, 100%. I'll give you an example. I don't care if he's 10 seconds away from climaxing. If you, as the woman are having, if it's uncomfortable or you feel done or you're feeling pain, you stop. That's how serious I am about, about how, uh, how important it is to, to prioritize this. And like, that was kind of a mind blowing moment, you know, like that, like to take the, your partner's sex that seriously that you will just prioritize it and, and the sex will get that much better for you. And so now we're married, but there's that phrase, right? Uh, happy wife, happy life. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, happy, happy wife, happy life. Right. So, <laughs> yes, you know, if you do know what that means, you have this. In the beginning, you have this list of all the things you think you want. And in the end, like if you relate, if your relationship, it makes it to three years, five years, 10 years. The main thing you want is for your for to be with a partner who's happy. That is what you know, that is uh, a partner who's happy and, and is enjoying life with you. That's that is the final thing that you get to. Oh, this is actually what I wanted the whole time. Listen, I'm all about growing. I'm all about this. I'm all about how can you improve yourself, whether you're single or whether you're in a relationship. And that's truly important because at the end of the day, we all want to be better people on this planet. And what better way to be a better person with the person you're with? Uh, so exactly. if people want to get a hold of you, how can they get a hold of you? Um, reach me at kenblackman.com. And also a really good place to start is my my blog, which is on Medium. And I will give you the link so that you can put it in the in the, in the the podcast. In notes. the podcast? Okay, perfect. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for today. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, email us at whiskeysextalk at iCloud.com. That's whiskeysextalk at iCloud.com. Till next time. 